Welcome to Chat About, sponsored today by Higgins Heating, Air Conditioning, and Refrigeration, Bemidji Chrysler Center, Honda of Bemidji, and Beltrami Electric Cooperative. Today on Chat About, we get caught up with what's happening in School District 31. Superintendent of Schools Jeremy, Superintendent of Schools Jeremy Olson joins us next on Chat About. Jeremy, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. Well, you um, are getting ready for a big push. Uh, to help your funding. Uh, we've got a referendum coming due, and it's renewal time. And what does that exactly mean? Absolutely. So um, what I want to talk about is, first of all, you know, whenever people hear the word referendum, they assume that that means more money or more taxes, and, and that's just not the case. Uh, what we're looking to do here is we're looking to renew an existing referendum that we have that would keep taxation level. So it's not asking for any additional dollars. It's asking for the authority to extend the referendum uh, which is set to expire at the end of next year, out an additional 10 years. Um, what I've, as I've uh, examined our finances and our financial situation, we're working really hard within the resources we have to balance our budget. Uh, like I told the board, is that uh, we it is possible for us to balance the the budget with a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, a lot of focus with the resources we currently have. However, it's almost impossible to balance our budget without massive cuts to our programs, without renewing this referendum. Again, I want to talk about it. It's extending the referendum. It is not increasing the referendum. So there's no new taxation here. Uh, What we're really looking at is the timetable, uh, moving it out an additional 10 years to support the school. And uh, when you look at area schools, uh, even I'm putting out some information here in, in the next few days, Regarding how we sit in total taxation with area schools, we're actually sitting uh, in the bottom portion uh, when you talk about total school funding and uh, total school taxation. Uh, we're, we're sitting, we're certainly below uh, the median yeah. uh, on, on taxation. So it's not that we're asking a lot as uh, the majority of schools, um, but we all want to renew what we have. So we, we want to make sure that we're not dropping in revenue, that we're maintaining our revenue. And so this would not in, 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 uh, make uh, our taxes larger. This would not increase taxation. What this really would do is it would extend the authority for an additional 10 years. And uh, what we're looking to do is we want to get some public input on that. So we have three public meetings that have been scheduled, December 12th at Northern Elementary School at 6.30 p.m. in the cafeteria, January 16th uh, at the Horse May Elementary School at 6.30 in the gym, and January 18th at the high school at 5.30 in the Lumberjack Room. And those are three opportunities for people to uh, listen to a short presentation on on the whys. You know, why are we doing this? What does this look like? How does it affect you? Um, again, the effect is uh, a neutral tax to taxes. And uh, then get, hear some public input from people who maybe want to speak into the process. Uh, the board is going to consider this. So the board is welcoming community members to um, come to these meetings, and the board will be considering this feedback as they weigh their decision on whether or not to um, extend a, a referendum uh, using board, what's called board authority, which is uh, was given to all school boards in Minnesota uh, this year. That, that authority allows school boards to extend for 10 years, same, same amount and the same uh, duration as originally approved by voters. So... Uh, this is an opportunity, but we want to be transparent in this process. We want to listen to people. We want to understand uh, maybe some people's feelings, their concerns, and then want to make sure we can give information to this process. Okay, so um, you would have the authority, or the board would have the authority to just say, let's do this, 
but you're going to you're going to do public meetings anyway. You don't have to do that. We have to do at least one public oh, meeting. One. What we're doing is going over um, gotcha. that and saying we want to be more we want to be as transparent and open about this process as possible and we want to listen to our community. We believe strongly that you know in our strategic plan that was definitely outlined that we we have a commitment to connecting with our community to understanding our community and to really making sure that there's information uh, flowing to our community and that we're getting input back from our community as well. Okay. And so those uh, public meetings one more time? Yeah. So there are uh, three public meetings, December 12th at Northern Elementary School at 630 in the cafeteria, January 16th uh, at Horace May Elementary School, 630 in the gym, and January 18th at Bemidji High School at 530 in the Lumberjack Room. Okay. Three opportunities if you have any questions. Again, um, what what happens if we don't extend this referendum? So this referendum brings in uh, roughly around a million dollars of revenue to the school district. So this would result in about, if we were to lose this, this would uh, result in about a million dollars of reductions. We've already made reductions to programs this last year. Um, as we continue to you know look to balance our budget, we've also um, lobbied at the state you know level. We've worked really hard to. Um, lobby with to get additional state funding so we don't have to rely on uh, local funding because of course our job is to make sure that we really capitalize at the state level and try to minimize um, local contributions because we want to minimize the levy and we want to um, really maximize the state funding and what we're looking at doing and this is referendums most districts in Minnesota actually have referendums and the reason for that is because when you adjust state aid increases that have happened over the year, and I've been a superintendent here since 2010, or yeah. superintendent in Minnesota since 2010, and what I've noticed is every single year while we do get increases at the state level, it doesn't keep up with inflation. So I've uh, looked at a chart that comes from the Minnesota Department of Education that shows that since 2003, the buying power for schools has actually been dropping uh, by about $925 per student over the course from 2003 to now when you factor in inflation. And so that's where many districts have looked to referendums to cover that shortfall. Um, the referendum that we currently have on the books is $180, and that is the referendum we're asking to renew for an additional 10, 10 years. So um, there is no additional uh, taxation, but there is an extending of 10 years is what we're looking at and we're talking to people about. What does a million dollars in cuts look like? What What, hap- what would happen? Well, good question. When you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. Uh, so a, a million dollars it would obviously reduce programs. You know, we'd have to, this is not something that we can uh, carve out. If, if we could have carved this out without affecting students or programs, we would have already done so. Um, so again, we want to operate from a standpoint of being healthy and uh, you know, really fiscally stable. That's where we want to be. And that's why we're working so hard to try to balance our structural uh, deficit. Uh, we've come a long ways. I, I'm really proud of the, our, my team, my, the teachers, our staff, all the people that are working very hard um, to try to get to the point of having a balanced structural budget. You know, that's what we need to get to, and that's, that's what we will get to. Um, what I'm saying is that we know that this is going to be hard work given the resources we currently have. But if yeah. we were to lose resources, it becomes all that more difficult if not uh, impossible, without serious reductions in programs. So what does that mean? You know, I never want to put out a list of things. I'm not one of those superintendents that likes to list out things that we have no intention of doing. Uh, We have not uh, laid out a list of items or programs that we would reduce. 
but it would be significant and it would have to be a reduction in programs. And so at this point, mm-hmm. I'm not able to say just because we haven't put in the time to plan that out, um, but it would absolutely affect um, our, our school drastically. I also want to remind listeners, too, that we have some unique challenges in Bemidji uh, when it comes to transportation. Uh, we lose, as a district, about a million dollars a year every single year in transportation because we have such a large uh, footprint. And so when you look at some of those factors, um, you know, if we were held harmless with transportation, we'd be very close to structurally balanced. So there's a lot of factors that we have to deal with that maybe other districts don't have to deal with because if you're a smaller district, as far as smaller in size, you're able to have a much more consolidated transportation footprint. Uh, We are not paid on the square mileage we transport, we're paid on the students that we transport. And when you have a large district, you know, that's two-thirds the size of Rhode Island, you know, 125 square miles, that's a large district to transport over. And so it gets very difficult to have a balanced transportation budget. And we also assist our non-public schools in transportation. We also work with our charter schools. But the way the laws are structured, when there's a shortfall in transportation, it does fall on the public school. Um, to make up the difference. Mm. And so I just want to make sure that listeners understand that we are we have created every opportunity we can to be fiscally responsible, to make sure we're use, utilizing our dollars to the maximum, uh, trying to maximize state aid. There's a lot of things and strategic moves that I think we've made that were good moves uh, to help our overall structural deficit. However, um, I, I do want people to understand, too, that I, I think that without renewing this referendum, uh, we would be in trouble as a district. And I want to make sure that we are keeping our eye to the future. You know, this is something that is not expiring till the end of next year. But again, you can't wait till that point. You need to be progressive and you need to look at, okay, what are the steps we need to take to make sure that we're looking towards the future? That's part of our strategic plan as well as looking towards the future and trying to anticipate what's coming um, so that we can be uh, as financially prudent and responsible as possible. Superintendent of Schools, Jeremy Olson. Jeremy, there was an incident yesterday at the high school. A lot of people saw a lot of police cars there wondering what's going on. Yeah, so um, what happened is we had a uh, fight between two students uh, police responded to, um, and that was, you know, we're very fortunate to have a strong police presence in this community. Uh, We have great relationships with our law enforcement, and they responded very quickly and, and got that um, taken care of. You know, we also, are, our own SRO actually was uh, responsible for responding right away. So uh, that's what happened. You know, I obviously I can't speak uh, in a lot of detail at this point because, you know, a lot of that information is protected, but that is in essence what was going on. At no time were any students in danger, um, you know, other than obviously than, than the two that were fighting. And uh, so that's what, what took place uh, yesterday morning. Okay. One other question, and uh, I don't know if you know the details, but, you know, they, the, some serious flu and COVID are going around again. What are you seeing in the schools? Yeah, so we, this, is, this is very typical that we see a lot of, um, you know, flu-like symptoms that come around this year. So we are seeing a, a surge in that. Um, you know, just before anyone gets really nervous, this is being handled like any other year. Um, mm-hmm. I've been, like I said, I've been a superintendent for a while. Uh, this is one of those things where, you know, you want to clean the door handles a little bit more. You want to, you know, take some minor precautions. But um, I, this is, at this point, this isn't something that has me worried or concerned. Um, but, you know, this is just a, we, we have to also remember that this is the way things were 
pre-pandemic, right? We went yeah. through these these times where sure. you had a lot of sickness and flu, and and we're really looking at it. A similar response, you know, I've had some people have asked me about, you know, should there be a, a more um, concerted effort by the school? And, and I've reminded we're in an endemic response. So we are just looking at our, our response is the same thing as how we responded to flu, you know, five, 10 years ago. Yeah. All right. Anything else going on at the school we need to know about? Well, always a lot of good things, and, yeah. and there's uh, it's it's fun to see um, students progressing. Uh, we we are seeing a lot of um, at the high school. We've we've had some. The high school has really set some goals on making sure that we have student success. And so at this point, uh, it was nice that we uh, just met one of those thresholds, which is great. You know, meaning that we have a lot of students that are on track for for graduation because that's what we're trying to, to track right now. Looking, are students being successful? Are they on track for credit attainment? If they're on track for credit attainment, now they're on track for graduation as well. So it was nice to see um, some good news. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we also, and I, I should have mentioned this earlier too, um, Lincoln Elementary School uh, was listed uh, as by U.S. News and World Report as a best elementary um, school, wow. which means that they are in the, it was to be on that list, it's on the top 40% of um, Title I schools in Minnesota. Um, when you look at that, though, we ranked, I want to say it was 77 out of 1,672. I believe those numbers are correct. So when you look at how Lincoln ranked comparatively, uh, did, they did very well. And so we're incredibly proud of Lincoln Elementary School and all the work that they continue to do, as we are uh, proud of all the work that is done in our district. Outstanding. One more time, though, you, uh, again, are looking at extending the referendum. You're going to have some public meetings. Let's give them uh, the When's and where is one more time. Sounds good. So, again, public meetings, uh, December 12th, uh, Northern Elementary School at 630 in the cafeteria. January 16th, this is at Horace May Elementary School at 630 in the gym. And then, again, January 18th, this is at Bemidji High School, 530 in the Lumberjack Room. And the school board just wants to invite uh, our community members to partake in those. To you know, We will have... I, I will be there for a short presentation to talk through the, the whys, you know, why, why are we doing this? What does this look like? Um, also to look at the referendum amounts as we compare to other schools, like-size schools. You know, I want to give everyone information so that we can see the, the large picture of what this looks like and then have a conversation around, you know, what is, what is being proposed here is, would not have an effect on taxation. What it is about is extending the referendum another 10 years um, and if you look at comparable districts, you know, we are certainly, I, I don't think you can make the case that we're, we're overextending that. I, I think it's really, uh, I think it's a very reasonable ask. You know, what I go back to is, you know, it's, an, it's necessary. This is mm-hmm. something that we need to do as a district. Um, it maintains and does not increase funding to school. So it's just about maintaining the resources we have because we're working really hard on moving forward to um, balance our budget because that's important. And we are working uh, within the resources we have. We don't want to. We don't want to go for any more. We want to be very reasonable and responsible in what we ask for. It preserves our programs and services, meaning that it maintains all the things that we've grown accustomed to here. And it's really financially responsible because it's the the right thing to do long term. And so as we as we walk through some of those pieces, I'm hoping that the community will get a good understanding of of the why behind this. Mm-hmm. And then also that they understand that it's not increasing taxation, and they also understand that this is that they have a part to play in this. That we are we are listening. We want to be uh, intent, have that intentional listening ear to our community and understanding what what their thoughts and concerns are. 
All right. He's Jeremy Olson, superintendent of schools at Bemidji. Uh, always great to have him in. Jeremy, thanks for taking the time. And I think we see you one more time before the holidays, right? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Chatabout has been sponsored by Beltrami Electric Cooperative, Bemidji Chrysler Center Honda of Bemidji, and Higgins Heating, Air Conditioning, and Refrigeration. Coming up tomorrow on Chatabout, Josh Peterson back again, but this time wearing his Captain Christmas outfit, figuratively, uh, as we talk about what's going on now with the First City of Lights. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for being here.